0: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Anabaptist Perspectives. I'm with Benjamin Good. Um, we're at SMBI. This is the choir room here at Sharon Mennonite Bible Institute. Um, and you would have, wow, you would have conducted the choir here for how many years? What have you done that?
1: Well, I'm here full-time since 2012. Okay. And was part-time before then.
0: Okay, so a couple years then, definitely. Yeah, a few years. Yeah, because so. yeah. I remember standing about right there, under, you know, under you teaching us a bunch of, of, yeah, that's right. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of good memories there. And um, you've had, you've had a lot of experience in a lot of different choirs. Um, So can you tell us, first of all, a little bit about yourself and your experiences here at SMBI, Um, and then we'll kind of dive in a little bit more about what is a Mennonite choir and and some of that. But yeah, tell us a little about yourself.
1: Okay. Well, I grew up in a family that sang together quite a lot. Mm -hmm. So I've been singing all my life. And had my first experience in conducting here at SMBI. Okay. Um, took the conducting class, and then uh, so besides being involved in the choir here, I also teach music classes, both music theory and music theology, and some Bible classes as well. Mm-hmm. And my family here lives nearby with me.
0: So pretty invested in this music thing. Something that our circles are really well known for, we have a lot of choirs. I mean, you, they're on YouTube, they're, they're all over the place. There's, we have tons of CDs. It seems like everywhere, every time you turn around, another church is starting a choir. Um, and I, obviously we really stress acapella music, You know, music without instruments. Um, that's kind of historically been something that the Mennonites have. But to be blunt, why do we have so many choirs? What is it about our culture that produces so many choirs.
1: Well singing is fun. <laughs> singing is a lot of fun. That's why you join the choir proudly. Sure, visitor. sure. You know and uh, it's just something that, that people want to do and in fact I think most of the choirs are formed just because of the demand for them. People really? enjoy singing, people enjoy listening to choirs, people enjoy singing in choirs.
0: Supply and demand. Yeah
1: and uh, one time we were on tour actually the SMBI choir. We toured up into Canada mm-hmm. and crossing the Canadian border one of the officials asked one of the students you know why what are you doing on this tour? It's a singing tour." You know? And the official asked that student, how much do they pay you to be a part of this tour? And the student said, no, I pay to be a part of this tour. And the official said, strange. You know, but we love to sing. People want to sing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so then, how is it that that is so embedded into our culture, then, of, of doing the choir, church choirs and youth group choir? I mean, we have so many of them, mm-hmm. um, and, and obviously in our congregations. You know, singing um, together, a cappella. How did that become such a part of our culture? Mm-hmm.
1: Singing has always been important to the Christian church, and and early, the first century of Christians after Jesus sang a lot, and they believed in the power of, of congregational singing. Uh, we find that both in in the Bible and in extra-biblical sources as well. Mm-hmm. So there's always been singing. Singing is worship, mm-hmm. but it's, it's more than that, or there's a lot entailed in that. Singing is is teaching the truth, and singing is uh, a source, a, a way of evangelizing and, and witness. Um, singing is a way to join people together, and uh, so there's, there's a lot of power in music, spef- specifically in singing, there's a lot of power that we as a church understand and we want to tap into that.
0: So you're, you've kind of described a little bit about what, it, what attracts us to choirs, but what is it theologically that choirs and a cappella music does for for a group, and and I guess I guess I'm trying to get a little bit deeper, like what you know, what is it about our belief of the Bible that that brings out this in us? Mm-hmm.
1: God asks us to sing, and if singing were something that would be difficult to do, uh, that would be it would be one thing. But mm-hmm. God asks us to sing, and we want to praise Him through singing, and so that flows out of our hearts and our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in both congregational singing, in, in worship scenarios, but also in performance. We want to sing to glorify our God.
0: Mm-hmm. So then why is it... I mean, I know other groups have an emphasis on choirs and singing, but I'm gonna guess not nearly as much as the Mennonites. I mean, for how small of a group we are, how much music we produce is very disproportionate. Um, why haven't other church groups picked this up?
1: I believe it's because uh, we focus on a cappella singing Mm-hmm. Where many Christian groups are okay with instruments, even in their worship services, the Mennonites, uh, the Anabaptists in general would would uh, we would prefer we would actually strongly uphold uh, a cappella singing in our worship, and because of that, uh, people sing and they learn to sing in parts from little up, and so mm-hmm. choirs are a natural extension of that. Uh, youth choirs are a big thing. And it's a way of involving the young people in something healthy and having them uh, get around and see other youth groups and to see what God is doing in other churches uh, by doing a choir tour.
0: It's so baked into the culture from Little Up then, basically. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Hmm. That's pretty amazing. And that's something that's, well, in many ways at least, is completely unique to the Anabaptist people. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Talk, talk a little bit about the history of, of Mennonite choirs. Is this... Is this a new thing? Because um, it seems like there's more than there ever were. Or is this something that's been around for a long time?
1: Good question. Uh, choirs have not always been in the in our churches. Uh, so back a little bit, uh, a little bit back to the first century, uh, singing was a big part of the early church. And then we have when when the church became a state entity, uh, choirs were the ones who produced all the music in the church. You would go as a lay person and just sit in the pew and not make a sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for hundreds of years that was the case. And then when the Reformation came along, uh, many of the reformers, including some of the leading Anabaptists, they said, we want to get the congregation back involved again in the music, mm-hmm. in the singing I should say. Mm-hmm. And so they pushed it hard that this should be a congregational activity and strong participation. And they may have reacted just a bit to the lack of congregational singing pre-Reformation because it went for a number of years. In fact, we, we have very little or no record of choirs in the Anabaptist circles until the 20th century, really? or, or maybe soon before. Um, at that point, you have, the, you have choirs being to flourish, uh, actually late 20th century, but prior to that, um, for many years in the Mennonite, the conservative Mennonite and Amish circles, you had youth singings. Hmm. It was very, very hmm. common on a okay. Sunday evening to have a youth singing. And what's the difference between a singing and a choir? Well, choirs uh, are built around the idea that you're rehearsing a set of songs to perform to an audience at one, at one point. Hmm. So choirs uh, formed out of the singing at some point uh, to what we have nowadays.
0: That's, so really, this is a pretty new, new development, oh, yes. isn't it? Yes. Huh. So. But I
1: believe that hmm. that we have a, a a better mix, or maybe, uh, maybe the best mix the church, the Christian church, has ever had, mm-hmm. in in keeping strong congregational singing, as well as having choirs mm-hmm. that that supplement that occasionally, mm-hmm. uh, and do some touring.
0: Well, because that's the that's the flip side, like the choirs. I mean, at least from my experience, in Mennonite circles, have not in any way taken the place of congregational singing.
1: Right. And we're concerned about that. We're, we want we want that to stay that
0: way. Well, because we'll, that was a question I had, but uh, you know, that I was going to ask is, has that been a case where, you know, where choirs are? But, I mean, no, it doesn't seem to be that way. You know? So
1: some folks are concerned about that, that the choirs mm-hmm. will take over, that they'll become a central part of our worship mm-hmm. experience. But... There's no hint yet that there would be things falling in that direction. Mm -hmm. We care very much, even those of us who are involved deeply in choirs. We care very much about uh, your typical local worship services that happen with congregational singing as a major part of that. Mm. We don't want that ever to go away.
0: Mm. There's value in both. Oh yes. Yeah. So trying to is, is it? Do you feel that it's hard to find the balance because we have yeah, we have these two different things. That, like, it doesn't seem like they're in competition with each other, do they? Like, and, but yeah, what, what is the balance there?
1: I think, I think a typical worship service for a local group of believers should have congregational singing as the, the norm in music. Mm-hmm. And the occasional choir that tours through the area and giving a program um, is okay. The occasional local choir that sings a, a couple special numbers Um, infrequently at a worship service is okay. But even that is done fairly rarely in our conservative circles.
0: What is the single biggest positive outcome you've seen from the Anabaptist um, tradition or culture, as it were, of a cappella music?
1: Right. It's it's the strong uh, congregational participation. Mm -hmm. So when you have uh, pre-Reformation, the leaders leading worship, the choir singing, the rest the, the lay people, the congregation, just observed worship, but congregational involvement is so key to what we do, and you know, to what we believe, and so a cappella singing depends on everyone knowing how to sing and wanting to sing along, and so strong, strong participation from the congregation. Mm-hmm. The other thing that you have with a cappella singing that uh, is undermined a bit with instrumental music in worship is the focus on the lyrics, focus on the truth of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. The gospel message needs the clarity uh, of, 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 um, of text, of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. And so while we enjoy the beautiful music and while the beautiful music draws our hearts and minds toward God, the text uh, drives it home. It, 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 uh, that's, where it, that's where everything is focused.
0: Mm-hmm. And so worship then becomes something that's More than something that we see performed is something everyone's a part of. Yes, yeah, in our churches, yeah. Well, and that's the other thing too with like instruments. Not everyone can play instruments either. (laughs) Can you imagine a church service of that? Is there anything else you would like to add? Is there any other parts we want to cover?
1: I think in the end, choirs uh, strengthen the congregational singing by teaching people how to sing. Okay. They teach congregations new songs. Uh, they, they promote the joy of singing, of vocal music, um, and, and they, it's, a good, it's a great activity for young people to do, uh, to, and on tour they can go see other, other places where God is working, His church is flourishing, mm-hmm. and so choirs are, are a good thing that strengthens the church and that in the end strengthens
0: congregational music as well. So you would definitely recommend that people go out and join a choir? Oh, yes. All right. That's, that's pretty cool. And how many choirs have you sung in then? Oh, a that's, lot, a, that's right? a tough question. <laughs> Quite a few, yeah. Cool. Well, very good. Thank you, Benjamin, for yeah being on this episode and sharing your thoughts. And yeah, that's some good stuff to think about. Um, yeah, and for the audience out there, go, go out there and look up some, some, some of the choir music from our from our different choirs, I don't know, Oasis, SMBI, different, different the Bible schools that have It's worth doing. It really is worth doing. Thank you all for watching, and um, if you like what you see here, let us know if you, um, if you have some input. Comment it, um, and we'll, we'll discuss it. We'll maybe do another episode if you have some ideas. We put out new videos each week, so be sure to come back, and we'll see you guys in the next one.